from Bhagavad Gita, Chapter 7, verse 7. nanyat kinchirastitananjaya maisavam idam protam sute manikana iva O conqueror of wealth, there is no tooth superior to me. Everything rests upon me as pearls are strung on a thread. Purport. There is a common controversy over whether the supreme absolute truth is personal or impersonal. As far as Bhagavad Gita is concerned, the absolute truth is the personality of Godhead Shri Krishna, and this is confirmed in every step. In this verse in particular, it is stressed, the absolute truth is a person. Okay. Reservoir pleasure, Govinda, eternal form of complete bliss and knowledge. Mukam karati vachalam bhangam langayate girim yakipam tamaham vande si gurum tinatarinam omagyanati miranda saganangela salakaya chakshu meditam yena tasamai shri gurave namaha. So the impersonalists. They, when they, the form of Krishna is there, there's the universal form, and that's the form of this universe. So the back of the universal form is for the impersonalist. When you turn your back on someone, then that's very impersonal. And the impersonalists are turning their back on Krishna. They're thinking the white is, the white light is everything and they are not interested in having a relationship, a personal relationship. But devotees, the Vaishnavas, they like to see the face of Krishna. They like to see the front of Krishna. And uh, so they, they are very happy, and then they have a relationship with Krishna. It is said in Chaitan Chaitamita, Krishna Surya Samaya Hoi Andhakar, that Krishna is like the sun, and Maya is like darkness. So when you turn your back to the sun, you, you will see just the dark shadow of yourself. You turn your back to Krishna, and you will see the dark shadow of this material world. It's like a shadow. It's not the real thing. It's a shadow of reality. So um, the personality of Godhead is Krishna. And here we see, we can see him face to face. Uh, it be very hard to get to the back of, of this Krishna. You couldn't do it. And so don't even try uh, and one th- one thing uh, Srila Prabhupada said, if you go in an airplane and you keep going west, you will never see the sunset. You just keep going. Uh, so if we keep ourselves in the sun of Krishna, we will never see darkness of Maya. So um, when, when the first time, uh, it was in 1998, I came to Ireland. It was the first time I was traveling out of India, basically. And... Uh, I wanted, I was, you're supposed to say your Gayatri at sunset. So I was waiting for the sun to set, but it wasn't setting because I was going west. And I kept waiting and waiting, and it was 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. I got to Ireland, I think I arrived at 11.30, and just when I was landing, the sun was, (laughs) somehow it was getting dark, it was setting. So it's really true, if you keep going west, you won't see the sunset. You just keep going that way, if you go with the sun. Um... So, yes, so we have to keep remembering Krishna, serving Krishna, and then we won't see the darkness of Maya.
So the heart, the heart is where religion, where Krishna consciousness is taking place. So today I'm going to discuss a lot about uh, chanting and about the heart and how things are taking place and what's the process that's happening in our heart when we chant and when we hear and when we worship Krishna. But before that, I would just like to quote something from Mahabharata. There's a verse that says, uh, if you want to know the truth, you won't get it by arguing. You can, someone will be a, you may be very good in arguing, but somebody else will defeat you by their argument. So you can't find the truth that way. And if you want to study the scriptures, there's so many scriptures, very hard to find the truth in the Vedas. Um, uh, and if you just study at home, you cannot understand. And so, and also philosophers, there's so many philosophers. If you go and try to find the truth from asking different philosophers, each one is going to give you a different answer. They'll just get confused and bewildered, and you won't know what the truth is. Uh, so how, where to find the truth? Uh, that is in the heart of the pure devotees. And so therefore we should follow in their footsteps. So one time, Srila Prabhupada, my guru, he was in South India at one um, court, Supreme Court judge's house. And he was uh, speaking about Krishna consciousness, and he was describing what is the feeling of separation from Krishna. And when, when you're away from Krishna, you feel separation, the great devotees. Uh, we are also feeling separation. That's why we're suffering in this world, because we're separated from Krishna. And so there was this little three-year-old girl, Saraswati, maybe, I think, bigger than this one. Yeah, he's about two. He's, yeah, nearly three. Nearly three, okay, about the same age. Maybe she was four. Anyway, so she had this deity of Krishna, and she was very attached to it. So... Um, when she was out of the room, Prabhupada took her deity and he hid it somewhere. So she came in the room and the first thing she noticed is, where is Krishna? And she was looking under the cushions and behind the curtains. Where is Krishna? Where is Krishna? So Prabhupada said, this is separation from Krishna. <laughs> so he was showing, he gave an example of what it means to be separated from Krishna. And uh, so then... Uh, finally, one devotee, one, uh, her mother, I believe, gave her a hint where to find Krishna. She said, who has Krishna? And she said, Prabhupada has Krishna. And then Prabhupada said, here, take, <laughs> take Krishna. So yes, Prabhupada has Krishna. The devotees have Krishna, the pure devotees. So um, this, is the, this is the teaching of Lord Chaitanya, and he's the small deities there. Um, so how can we transform our heart so Krishna will sit in our heart? Krishna is sitting there, but we can't see him uh, because we don't want to see him. But um, we can, uh, but we have to be very attentive, especially when chanting. Uh, there is a process of devotional service that's taking place in the heart. So uh, the first, uh, this we can find in Srimad Bhagavatam. There is a verse, Srinvatam Sokata Krishna, that by hearing and chanting, uh, the Lord, who is in, in the heart, he's very happy when he hears you hearing and chanting, and he cleans out desire for material enjoyment from the heart. So by chanting and hearing, we create punya, we create pious activities. Now you're all hearing, you're creating pious activities. And uh, yes, 
So every word, every time you offer obeisance, that's being counted and put in your spiritual bank account. Did you know you have a spiritual bank account? Well, if, if this is the first time you came here, then it's your first deposit in your spiritual. And you can, when you eat prasadam, it's another deposit. When you see the deities, when you sing and dance, it's another deposit. And when your bank account becomes full, you can purchase Krishna. Now, I told this story, I think maybe Malati heard it, I don't know, about my son. And I was telling my son, you should put something into your spiritual bank account. So, yes, welcome, come in, come in. We're talking about our spiritual bank account. So now you're about to make a deposit by coming to class here. In your spiritual bank account. Yes, welcome, welcome. So, um, yeah, I was telling my son, you know, it's, it's good if you make some deposits in your spiritual bank account. And so he said, Mom, I don't worry. I have a joint account with you. <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he's taking my punya. <laughs> and it's true, the family does get your punya. family does get your, your pious activities. So, and when your bank account, your spiritual bank account becomes full, then you can purchase Krishna. Krishna is yours. And that's the best thing to have. He's, he's the richest. He's the smartest. He's the most beautiful. He can give you everything you want. So Krishna is helping us. Vitunoti, he's helping us clean our heart when we, when we chant. When we chant Hare Krishna. He is cleaning. He is cleaning our heart. Now, just picture, you know, now there's your heart in there. And Krishna's in there. And he's listening to you. Chant. So how would he be cleaning your heart? Is he taking a broom and sweeping your heart? Or is he dancing and cleaning your heart? It could be dancing. He's, he's, he's famous as a dancer. Um, and kicking the dirt out. That, that could also be. Uh, somehow or other, when you do chant very nicely his name, and he's hearing you, and he's cleaning you, your heart. So this is the beginning. All the dirty things are there, we are there, and Krishna is there. And when we chant, the dirty things get kicked out. So actually, um, yes, this is, uh, desires are coming. And some one devotee asked, Shri Prabhupada once that um, yes, I've been a devotee for some time now. It seems that uh, I'm, I'm I'm finding out I have more bad qualities now. I'm seeing all these qualities. I didn't see this before. I didn't see all these these negative things. Uh, why is that? And so our guru Shri Prabhupada he answered that uh, yes, just imagine. If you have a house and you didn't clean it for many years and there, all the dust would be in there and you, you just, one day you decide to clean the house, what's going to happen when you clean? The dust is going to fly. So we're cleaning our heart, which is from, dirty from millions of births, millions and we don't know how long we've been here, but it, it is said that we've been here for millions and billions of births. So there's a lot of dirty things there. So when you start cleaning, when you start chanting, it, the, dust, the dust is going to fly, and you're going to see all the dirt 
But don't hang on to the dirt. Just let it go out the window. We don't want to keep it. Let it go. Let it go. So many desires come. So, um, and that leads us to uh, another level of, of, uh, of advancement. It's called Arnarta Nivriti. It's when, uh, yes, we're, we're a bit struggling in spiritual life, and uh, there are so many, we're seeing the dirty things, and so how to get rid of them is, uh, it, we have a verse, Nashtaparishabhadeshunityam Bhagavata Sevaya, that by serving Bhagavatam, the book, the Gita, the books of Krishna, and by serving pure devotee, everything bad in the heart can be removed. That's the remedy. Association, good association. Association of the Bhagavatas. And we don't approach Krishna directly. We go through the um, Bhagavatas. So what does it mean, uh, the Bhagavatas? Well, first of all, it, can mean a, it means a person, like Srila Prabhupada, who has dedicated his life to Bhagavat, and also it can mean uh, Tulsi Devi, we don't have Tulsi Dewey here, no, she's in her house, okay, well, you have to come, if you want to see Tulsi, you have to come at um, 5 o'clock in the morning, when we have Tulsi Puja, <laughs> or get your own, um, yeah, Tulsi Devi is also a Bhagavatam, and uh, this temple is also Bhagavatam, and the books, the books, of course, we said that. So we want to always serve them. And, um, and when almost all the dirty things are gone, then we come to a next level of nishta, or firm faith. Firm faith. And we can really, then our, our service, our devotional service takes off. So what percentage of the dirty things must be taken out? <laughs> what percentage? So that you can actually... Uh, be on this level of nishta. Prabhupada said 75%. 75%. Yes, yes. Um, and that means um, we do have, there are three modes of nature, goodness, passion, ignorance. So when passion and ignorance are under control, then you're in the mode of goodness. Then you can actually make quick advancement on this path of bhakti, a path of love. So, 75%. Um, now, we see here, we have radical Govinda, and then down, the small ones are Gonitai. And they will help us on our path. And the, what's happening is very scientific. Uh, the first thing that happens is that uh, we take them into our heart. We see them and say, okay, I surrender, because they're more merciful than Krishna. Krishna said, you surrender to me, and I will protect you. Lord Chaitanya is just, take, just take, take love of God. Take it. Even if you don't surrender, you'll get it. you get love of God with Lord Gorni Thai. So they, um, they, they not, um, they're j compared to the sun also. And it says, just like now the sun's coming. And when the sun comes here in this world, then it takes away the darkness of uh, the things of this world. And you can see the trees, the plants, the ground, the buildings. But when Gornitai come as the sun in this world, then they take away the darkness of your heart. I mean, not only is it dark at night over here, it's dark inside too. Our heart is dark. Our heart is dark. 
So this uh, this will help us. Um, so first thing happens, we worship Gornitai, uh, and they help us. And when they come in our heart, then they show us the two Bhagavata. Here is Guru, and here is the book, Bhagavata. So after what happened, so now we met the book, we met Gita, we met Bhagavatam. Now what happens next? And we met the spiritual master, we're hearing from him. What happens next? Well, they, they clean your heart, and uh, then you get bhakti, you get love of God. Love is already there, you just need to, to uncover it. It's not something imposed or that we put into the heart. Um, so yes, this love is very, very important. And bhakti comes, and after bhakti comes, something else happens. Then we can control Krishna. Just like Mother Yashoda, she was running after Krishna to tie him up. And she couldn't, she, she caught him, but then she couldn't tie him up. She brought all the ropes from her house and tied them together, and still it's two fingers too short. So why? And then finally Krishna let her tie him up. He let her, because she was in so much love with him. This bhakti, this love of her, made her control him. She could tie up the Supreme Lord to a, a grinding mortar. So this is what happens when we uh, follow this path of chanting Hare Krishna. If we hear attentively the message of Gita, the message of Srimad Bhagavatam, we meet the two Bhagavatas, we get Krishna Prema, and Krishna comes under our control. So now what happens now next? You know, Okay, now we're, we're very fixed. We're very fixed. Uh, of course, uh, we do need help of, of the spiritual master. One time, Srila Prabhupada was giving a class, and... Uh, he said, you have to be completely free of all material um, desires to go to the spiritual world, back to Godhead. And when the devotees heard that, their faces were, oh my God, we'll never be free completely. They were not very happy to hear that. So he said, okay, okay, 90% free. Devotees were, no, we're not going to make it. He said, okay, okay, uh, 80% free. And then he walked off his Asan, Yasasan, and he looked back and he said, 75%. So Prabhupada, and he said, if you chant 16 rounds and follow the four regulative principles, I guarantee that I will take you back to Godhead. So yes, um, so when you come to the mode of goodness, uh, goodness means you're peaceful, you're tolerant, you're in, uh, you love the scriptures, and you teach the scriptures. And there's one word to describe the mode of goodness. And it's the same word that describes Ayurvedic medicine. Ayurvedic medicine, uh, the word is balance. You have to balance the dosas. You have to balance the three different things in your body that are going on. So mode of goodness, you have to balance the three modes. That's what the mode of goodness is. It's not that your passion and ignorance are completely gone, but they're in, you're under control, they're balanced. They're under control by the mode of goodness. So most of the time, you're, you're, you're okay. You may lose it some, you know, 25% of the time. 75% of the time, you're good. Um, 
so then what happens when you're on this level of goodness and nishta or, or firm faith? And then lust, desire, and hankering disappear from the heart. And, and you're happy, you become happy. If you want to be happy, then you have to come to the mode of goodness. So there's a piercing in our heart. What's piercing is this passion and, and ignorance. But when you chant Hare Krishna, take up Krishna consciousness, then, then this, you will be relieved from this piercing, this pinching in the heart. Become joyful. Prasana manaso. Tada. At that time, at this time when you're in goodness, so there, there are many meanings to at this time. Uh, at this time means now you have a human birth. So you should take up Krishna consciousness. Use your God-given intelligence to follow the spiritual path, to uh, get the real meaning of life. This is very, very important at that time. Or atada means when at the level of nishta, now you've become a brahmana. Now you're in the mode of goodness. Um, so w- what happens when you're in the mode of goodness? Uh, what, what is the, what, how do you feel? What is your vow? Um, now this life is for Krishna. That's motive, motive goodness. I will, I will live my life in goodness and give the results to Krishna. One of our gurus who left his body, Bhakti Charu Maharaj, um, he told, Prabhupada told him, you have spent billions of lifetimes in sense gratification, just give this one life to Krishna. And if you want, you can have billions of more lives in sense gratification. Uh, yeah. Um, so this is nishta. This is a level of firm faith. I'll give this one life to Krishna. Yes. So then you're happy. Evam prasanamanaso. Your mind is very, very happy. You're peaceful. Um, so then you get liberated. You get liberated. So this is everything happening in the heart. First you chant. The Lord is, is cleaning your heart. Almost all the dirty things are gone and you come to nishta. Then lust and greediness are removed and you become happy, you become joyful. So this is the process of Krishna consciousness. If, you, if you're not happy, if you're, that means you're in the other lower modes. You haven't, come, you haven't gotten free yet from the lower modes of nature. Okay, so then after that, what happens when you get happiness? Uh, then you get knowledge of Krishna. And there is a big knot in your heart. It's called false ego. Ahankara. It's a knot in the heart. So if you have a knot, that means it's tying together something and something. Tying, if, knot means it's not just one thing. It's two or three or more things together. So what is the knot in our heart tying us to? Ah, it's tying us to so many attachments. But basically, it's tying the body to the soul. That's what this knot is tying. Because we are spiritual beings. We are not material. This body is material. The body dies. The body gets old. The body gets sick. But we don't. We are spiritual beings. But this knot is keeping us here in in this body. So when you... Uh, 
how to how to get free of this knot. It's described uh, that uh, liberation. So Prabhupada, ex and this is not only tying the body and soul, matter and spirit, tying matter and spirit together. And the false ego is the knot. It's tying us together, tying us in knots. <laughs> so liberation. If we want, we want to get free, then we have to cultivate the positive things. We have to chant Hare Krishna and sing and worship and dance. And at the same time, take away from our uh, anartas, take our, uh, minimize our anartas, our, our unwanted things, offenses, like offenses. We don't want to make offenses to the deities. We don't make, want to make offenses to the devotees or to the holy names. And if we do that, then our karma is fried. It, Prabhupada gives the example of uh, chickpeas. Chickpeas. If you, if you have it, put a chickpea in the ground, it will grow. It will have leaves. But if you take that chickpea and you fry it on the stove, then it won't grow. So when you chant Hare Krishna, you're frying your karma. It's not going to grow. You won't. Your anxiety will finish. Your um, all so many desires will be purified, and you will have spiritual desires. So we want to fry our karma, and that's what's happening when we chant, when we serve Krishna. We're frying our karma. And so what's happening? If you had a video camera and look in the heart, what would you see happening? You see the knot there. Mm-hmm. So, Prabhupada says, what happens? I'll read from a, a purport. The Lord says, in order to show special favor to his pure devotees, he personally eradicates dense darkness of misgivings by switching on the light of pure knowledge. So there's a light switch of knowledge in your heart. And the Lord comes in, and he turns on the switch. And then you see, oh, wow. Oh, I am a spiritual being. I'm beautiful. I have a lot of good qualities when I when I serve the Lord. So, and then what about the knot, though? What about this knot? Uh, so then it says the Lord unties the knot of spirit and matter. And then you become happy. And all your doubts are removed. Well, this is happening. This is happening when we take up this Krishna consciousness, and we can have Krishna. So um, there's different ways to serve Krishna. Some people like to go out and book distribution and uh, help uh, give our books to others. So Prabhupada commented on that book distribution and also um, going on Harinam, singing on the streets. So he said, uh, Vishwamitra. He was a great sage. He wrote Ramayana. He performed tapasya, heavy austerity, for 60,000 years. But you can get the same benefit of that austerity if you just do a few days out on Sankirtan. There you go. You just give a book to somebody or you go out and, and chant Hare Krishna, ask somebody to chant, then that, that's very powerful. Now another thing Prabhupada said was Pujari, one who, who serves the deity, uh, that's also um, uh, 
wonderful thing to do and will help you advance very quickly. And it's the, he says it's the highest service a human being can do because he wakes the Lord up, he bathes, he dresses, feeds. These are activities of the spiritual world. And the Pujari does them in this world. And that's a liberated soul. So Prabhupada has given us a very wonderful process. We're very fortunate to be here. Only 500 years after Lord Chaitanya has left, Lord Chaitanya comes once, and Krishna comes once in a day of Brahma. So a day of Brahma is 4,300,000,000 years. And a night of Brahma is another 4,300,000,000 years. So only once in, in 8,600,000,000 years does Krishna come and Lord Chaitanya come. So imagine, we're only 500 years away from Lord Chaitanya. We're so fortunate. We're really, we're, we're really lucky. So he's, he's come here to give us this process. And if we accept it, if we take it, then we can uh, make our lives perfect. We can make our lives perfect. And so it may seem difficult sometimes. It's like going up, now we're going up the mountain. It's not so easy because uh, we're, we're beginners. We have a, lot, a long way to go. But if we persevere, we will capture the Lord in the heart. And uh, we will see uh, who, who we really are spiritually and we'll go, uh, go back to the spiritual world. So, you have any questions or comments at this? So, Lord Chaitanya, uh, he doesn't appear in every Kali Yuga? No, he doesn't appear, not the original, the Swayam Bhagavan, Krishna. He does not appear. He only appears once in Day of Brahma. So is it that the is the Maha Mantra given in every Kali Yuga? Maha Mantra is given in every Kali Yuga, but the original uh, Swayam Krishna does not come. It may be Narayan yeah. who comes. Gor Narayan. Does not come no. Because no. No. I've heard that said and I wondered if Prabhupada told us Mm, I've heard it somewhere. Yeah, I was just listening to a class. Was I listening? Oh, yeah, I was th the class this morning. We had the class on this morning in the temple. And he was saying that Krishna Krishna comes only once in the day of Brahma. And then the devotee asked the question, what about Lord Chaitanya? He said, yes, he also so follows Krishna. We got yes. We got the birth, yeah, uh, 1,000 in the day of Brahma. We got up one... <laughs> Out of 1,000 Kali Yugas, we got birth in the one that Lord Chaitanya came. And only 500 years is nothing compared to 8 billion. No, it's nothing. It's just a moment in we time. We still have paintings from that era. We have? We yes. We still have paintings yes. from that era. Yes. Some buildings from that era. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're really, really lucky. So we need to take advantage of this... Wonderful offer by Krishna and by Chaitanya to take up um, the chanting and the, the spiritual life. Anybody have any other questions? If there's no questions, that means it's time for kirtan, Tim. <laughs> Would you like to sing? Um. Oh, okay. Sure. Whoever's ready. So now's your chance to 
to participate and experience the kirtan, the chant. Yeah. Uh-huh.